0: Well met fellow adventurers, I am back in my big fancy house, which since I last went to the big house, where I just made a note of all the things you could buy in your house to make it fancier, I have made it a lot fancier. It now has a grandeur score of 266. And it's well let me check. The top level is and you can get it all the right way up to 2441. Now since it takes five hundred gold to to buy to buy things that get you a single grandeur, that will cost you more than a million gold. So, if you've got a whole load of gold just sitting there doing nothing, buying buying the non-functional, functional, grandeur upgrades is something you could do. If you just like having everything, like having the biggest, fanciest house in all the world, yeah, so fancy that when the king comes round he's like this house is fancier than mine. Hope he doesn't have a tease Oh wait Ah oh, there's the totion flag. Oh I don't have to worry. The thing is he probably could he could if he wanted to just declare his own kingdom. <laughs> he's looking so wealthy! <laughs> and he's got he's got a moat and everything. And a moat monster. Do I have a moat monster? I want a moat monster. Yeah, probably shouldn't have one of those in the middle of the city. Yeah, Yeah. so anyway, the most important upgrades you can get are the functional ones. because these are ones which allow you to do repeatable mini-adventures from the comfort of your own home. Yes, that is adventuring. That is adventuring for the modern age. You don't even have to leave your house to go on an adventure. Admittedly, at first, you've got to buy a house that is humongous. But still, still. Modern convenient adventuring. So I've unlocked seven functional upgrades and that's all the functional upgrades maybe in the future more will be added that hasn't been for a long time but it is an option it could happen maybe some of the regular upgrades will be made functional I think that, that that has happened with some things Anyway, here they are. The first is the Library of Arcanum. A marvel to behold. This library is filled with a vast collection of books, scrolls, tomes, and even a few tablets that contain a wealth of arcane knowledge and mystical lore. This grand li- library surely rivals those that are rumoured to exist within the well-protected abodes of the realm's greatest source of Candle sits nearby, purring contently. Yep, candles can just wander around whether wherever he, wherever he or she wants, because that's what cats do. Now, special function. You can search the library to see if there's anything of interest or value to be found within its ancient texts. The current level of three, you can search the library three times a day. Yep, so... As you upgrade the functional things, you get to use them more, up to three. Please note that each time you access this special function, it will be marked as having been used. Even if you quit, quit out without saving the game. So you can't, you can't just go, hmm, that's not a result, quit, you can't just... Keep spinning until you get the results you want. So let's search the library. You begin a search of the library, picking a number. Bonus of 70. 20 from Arcania, 20 from Lore, 10, 20 from Mind, 10 from Aura. Got to get 75 or more. So if you got your skills a little bit higher, success would be guaranteed. But that would be kinda of difficult because leveling skills and powers above leveling skills and powers above eighty starts costing tens of thousands of experience points for each level and you need four levels to just get a one boost. So it'd be very expensive for a pretty benefit. Pick now. 87. Success. Among the countless books and documents that clutter the shelves and tables of the library, you discover a decaying scrap of parchment. A long and careful study of the scrap of parchment serves to bolster your research skills and adds your already formidable store of knowledge. 384 experience to law. Pretty nice roll there. After having completed your examination of the scrap of parchment, return it to its proper place in your library. Now let's search again. Another search, same check. Among the countless books and documents that clutter the, the shelves and tables of the library, you discover a tattered book. A long and careful study of the book serves to boost your research skills and add to your already formidable store of knowledge. 256 experience to Arcania. Yeah, so the library can help you be better at working, at looking in the library. It is convenient. After having completed your examination of the book, you will find its proper place in the library. Third and final check for today You can do it every day, and if you're playing anyway, you probably should. Pick now. 121. Among the countless books and documents that clutter the shelves and tables of the library, you discover a tattered sheet of parchment. A long and careful study of the sheet of parchment reveals several fascinating and enlightening passages the magical discipline of necromancy the invaluable knowledge you've managed to glean from your pursuit of the sheet of parchment has served to help you improve your mastery of the mystical art 64 experience to necromancy having completed your examination of the sheet of parchment you return it to its proper place in your library and that's all the time I can spend in the library for now. I have more time tomorrow. And then there's the Mirror of Gating. The Mirror of Gating resides in a private alcove, tucked, tucked away at the back of the main hall of Great ledge House. This large mirror, set into a thick iron frame, dominates the entirety of the wall upon which it hangs. A strange, unsettling feeling comes over you whenever you stand within hours' reach of the mirror. Candles, lives curled up here, resting peacefully. Because as we all know, cats don't care. This is level two, so I can use it two times a day. And gaze into the mirror of gating. You step forward and gaze into the mirror. Almost at once, a pair of fierce, blazing red eyes take form in the centre of its broad, reflective surface. The eyes suddenly vanish, only to be replaced by a silent, swirling black vortex that rapidly expands to fill the entirety of the mirror's frame. A sense of dread comes over you as your eyes fixate on the inky core of the churning gate. Step into the portal. The instant you step into the portal, your vision blurs and you find yourself tumbling through a silent, swirling sea of dense black fog. As you continue to tumble down through the endless churning sea of black fog, losing all sense of direction. A swarm of small, fire-weaved shapes suddenly surges out of surrounding darkness. The blazing shapes swirl around you in a dizzying, dizzying pattern, further adding to your disorientation. One of the flaming symbols, clearly depicting a cat's eye, slows down and hovers directly in front of your outstretched hand. Uh, so, the cat's eye leads to... "'Somewhere. Presumably there is the option just to add other symbols you could touch to go to other places. "'But not yet. Maybe not ever.' "'Touch the cat-eye symbol. You reach out for the flame-weave symbol, "'but it promptly vanishes the the moment your hand passes through it. "'The black sea of fog begins to churn faster and your vision blurs.' Forcing you to close your eyes as you drift closer to unconsciousness. The veil of black swirling fog suddenly lifts and your vision clears. Much to your surprise you're once again standing on solid down ground in the midst of a dark dense, dark, sweltering jungle. One thing is for certain you're not in Great Ledge House anymore. You're standing on a narrow, well-worn footpath that winds its way through a seemingly endless sea of dense, tangled vegetation. The thick walls of vines and leaves that grow up on either side of the path climb into the treetops above, where they meet with the green canopy that keeps the sweltering jungle draped in gloom. The unsettling buzz of what must be millions of insects fills the air, Behind you to the south, the swirling portal through which you entered this strange realm hovers only inches above your path. Well, I'm already here. Let's have a look around. Take head north along the path. OK, the path splits into three, and then we unite. Pretty sharpish. I'm going west. And there's something in the northeast corner of this southern bit. You suddenly freeze as you catch sight of a group of figures moving along the path dust up ahead. You slip off to the side of the track, hoping that your approach has gone unnoticed, and carefully observe the group. It's a sight that invokes both rage and pity. A lone catamaran rock, his clawed hands gripping the hilt of a shining sword, is marching a small band of ragged, half-starved humans along. Along the winding path, now and again the catman strikes out at his scavengers, eliciting, eliciting a pitiful cry from the man or woman that's unlucky lucky enough to find themselves the targets of his cruel whim. as far as you can tell, you haven't yet been spotted. Attack the lone cat in rock I won't be having any of this nonsense. You rush forward, launching a swift and unexpected attack on the Catamrock. As the lone cat man turns to face you, the humans he has captured immediately scatter, fleeing in, flee into the surrounding jungle in all directions. Okay, uh, good, good luck to you. Uh, um, I, you, you, you know what? I, I've got a portal back here to my house. You can go through it. Just go, go through the portal. Uh, if it works for you, go through it. Look, I'll, 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 well, I'll, I'll find some place for you once I've cleared everything out here. Oh, no, you, oh, you've, you, you've wandered off. You've, you've run too far, haven't you? Oh, oh dear, oh, dear. You bravely engaged the lone cat and walk. It's a catamarok warrior. It executes a deadly attack. And is slain. 24 experience. That with a hideous shriek. That rises up into the dense canopy of vegetation far ahead. The catamarok collapses into the ground at your feet. And expires. With no more the cruel snake man left. You spend a few moments recovering from the fight. Then... Mindful to remain on your guard, you cautiously search through the remains of your slain foes. Your search turns up nothing of any particular interest or value. Realising it's dangerous to linger here for any longer than absolutely necessary, you quickly check over your gear before once again setting off on your way. Okay, now going over to the west, the eastern side. And there's a question, another question mark. You suddenly freeze as you catch sight of a group of figures moving along the path just up ahead. You slip off the side of the track, hoping your approach has gone unnoticed, and carefully observe the group. It's a sight that invokes both rage and pity. A low cataract, his clawed hands gripping the hilt of a shining sword is marching a small band, small band of half-starved humans along the winding path. Oh dear, how did these people even get here? I guess humans aren't unique to one world, because we seem to turn up everywhere. I mean, everywhere. You no, don't seem to be. There's very few places in Ineverness where you won't encounter some humans. Now and again, the Catman strikes out at his captives, eliciting a pitiful cry from the man or woman unlucky enough to find themselves the target of his cruel whim. As far as you can tell, you haven't yet been sorted. Oh no, you don't! You rush forward, launching a swift and unexpected attack on the rock. As the lone cat man turns to face you, the humans he has captured immediately scatter, fleeing into the surrounding jungle in all directions. Hmm. I, I definitely don't want to advise you. But maybe, uh, chains? You know, chains? Stop them from running? If I, in fact, now I've given you this advice, I have to kill you before it, you put it to any use. He bravely engaged a lone catamark. It's a catamark warrior. It's scaled to 8+. plus. All the catamark rocks are scaled. They just are. That's how it works. The catamark warrior executes a deadly attack. And is slain. Instead, it was executed with a hideous shriek that rises up into the dense canopy of the vegetation far overhead. The catwalk collapses into the ground at your feet and expires, with no more of the cruel cat-man left. You spend a few moments recovering from the fight, then, mindful to remain on your guard, you cautiously search through through the remains of your slain foes. Your search turns up nothing of any particular interest or value, realising it's dangerous to linger here for any longer than is absolutely necessary. You quickly check over your gear before once again setting off on your way. Alright, one to the east is another one. A small group of catamwok their clawed hands gripping the hilts of their shining swords, is marching a band of wagged, half starred humans along the winding path. Yeah, they're, they're, they're just as jerkish as the other ones, but there's three of them this time. Attack the three catamok. You rush forward, launching a swift and unexpected attack on the catamok. As the cat men turn to face you, the humans they have captured immediately scatter, fleeing into the surrounding jungle in all directions. Hm Well I thought at least one of you would keep an eye on your captives, but I guess you just like fighting. Ugh I just gave you advice, so I have to kill you before you put it to any use. The first catamark I bravely engage. executes a deadly attack and is slain. 24 XP. And then, he collapses to the feet and expires. You quickly turn to face another deadly feline warriors. With grim determination, you boldly engage the next catamark. Yes, down he goes, down he goes, or she goes. Kind of hard to tell with cat people. With a hideous shriek that rises up into the dense canopy of vegetation far overhead, the catamarock collapses into the ground at your feet and expires. You quickly turn to face another of the deadly feline warriors. Determined to show the cruel catman no quarter, you leap forward and engage the last of the rock. It's a catamaran warrior. Three of three. It executes a deadly attack. Come on. And is slain. 24 XP. Alright. Didn't find anything. Yeah. Okay. All the catamaran attacks function pretty much the same. Here's a pair of them. I flee the humans. Flee the humans. Free the humans. And then flee the humans because the hu- I free the humans so the humans flee and then I attack the canines no wait the felines obviously canines wouldn't do this dogs are inherently good and if you disagree with that I'm going to have to have stern words with you All Right. here's some cats you know what I'm just going to quick combat them now it is slain 24xP with a hideous and it dies like the rest of them. Sometimes you get loot drops after. all right here's two just one one more. All right I free the prisoners kill the cat. Oh here we are. I, I search for remains. you discover several items. Some of which you can only assume must have belonged to the captives of the catarrogs. And that's why you can end up with a randomised loot drop well, uh, rather than the, the weapon that the, the catarrog was clearly using, a sword. I can get two sturdy quarterstaffs. staffs. going to have to get rid of them pretty quickly because they're really heavy. And four gold tokens. Yes. Yes. Alright, and up down up the middle path here's a pair of cashmore rocks. I'm going to smite these devious little cat creatures. Yes. I'm like, I'm so angry I'm not even thinking about petting them. Ah And you should know. Considering my tendency to pet anything that's even slightly fluffy, even if it's trying to kill me, I must be very angry indeed. Alright, here's another pair of devious catmen. And they are slain. And there's the next. And it is slain. And then I'll heal myself afterwards. Alright, there's just one cat man. Alright, yep. Alright, and all right, this is the last question mark in the main path. I was on the eastern of the eastern side and here's something. Small group, three catwalks. You random that they randomly come in groups of one to four. Didn't find any fours this time. Yeah, now, there are 24 XP. And uh, Alright. Now, to the north, I will deal with the boss of this problem. Although, presumably, not the big boss. Presumably, there's probably, there's probably someone sitting in a very comfy office somewhere who... Who gets all the profit? Gets all the profit and doesn't see any of the ba- doesn't see any of the suffering that happens, and so are probably convinced that they're actually a good person, because they give, because they invite they give money to people they actually see, yeah. or something like that. All right, here we are. You reach the edge of the large clearing at the end of the path and abruptly freeze, standing in the centre of the clearing. Their cruel eyes fixed on you are four sword wielding catamarok. Now if you missed any of the catamarok previously, they'll all be here, or at least I think they would. I've never actually missed any of them. As the armoured cat-men step towards you, another catamwok previously umsteen, leaps down from his perch atop a nearby boulder and motions at you with his clawed white hand. Heeding the unspoken command of their fearsome leader, the four bound across the clearing, swiftly bearing down on you, Hold your ground and engage the four, catamwok. All right, you hold your ground and bravely engage the first of the sword-wielding catamwok. Yep, executes a deadly attack. Yeah, it fights just like all the others. And soon it will die like the others. 24 XP. You step back from the bloodied corpse at your feet and swiftly draw yourself into combat-ready stance. With a savage snarl, the next catamaran warrior leaps at you. His gleaming blade poised to deal you a killing bro. Blow. Quick combat. And it's slain for 24 XP. Alright, the savage the next one. Blade poised to do a killing Brillo. Step back, combat ready stance. You defiantly engage the last of the catamaran warriors. Quick combat. Now only the boss remains. Well, not the big boss. The local sub-boss. You step back from the bloody corpse at your feet. And exhale sharply as your eyes wise to meet the chilling glare of the flail weeding. Flail wielding catamarok leader. The leader of the catamarok, his clawed hands gripping the haft of a long-bladed, barbed flail, snarls viciously as he bounds forward and attacks. This is a catamarok slaver, and is utterly despicable and is going to die as you should a sudden surge of energy overtakes you and you lay a a barrage of impossibly swift blows upon your enemy for 69 damage even my mace agrees that he must be slain the the castle slaver swings his deadly flail at you oh yes Presumably, that's not really for fighting people like me, but more to inflict the maximum possible of pain and terror on unarmed people who you have just enslaved, you awful, awful being. Yeah. Alright, swing, keep swinging that flail. Your enemy lays a particularly brutal stroke on you for 10 damage. Ha ah, I'm still standing. You're not used to fighting people who can fight back, are you? Yeah, you terrible cat pit thing. I'm not even going to pet you at all. Ah. And another brutal stroke. Nine damage, so close to death, and is slain. 41 XP, 128 experience to general. Bloodied and battered almost beyond recognition, the limp, lifeless body of the fearsome Catamorak slave lord slumps to the ground at your feet. After taking a few moments to recover from the brutal fight. You make a thorough search through the clearing. Not far from the boulder up in which the slave were perched. You discover a small hoard of items. It's likely many of these objects belong to the poor souls who chance to cross paths with the cruel cat men. And I find a lot of loot. Not particularly good, but I found it. And also, 23 gold. Having completed your examination of the items, you once again prepare to set off on your way through the sweltering jungle. Now, I don't know how to go any further here, so I can't really deal with this problem at the source. Because presumably, if he's enslaving people, there's going to be people that buy the slaves, people that trade the slaves, people people that people that ignore the slavery because the goods are cheaper you know and, and, and people who who post who, who make up disgusting racial theories about oh it's okay because if we didn't enslave them they would just be being miserable in barbarian country or something like that but... I, don't, I there's nowhere else I can go, so I'll just, so I just have to hope that the people who ran away are okay, and if there's a home that they can get to that's near here, they get there, and they help set, and they set up some sort of defences against the next waves, not, not, nothing more I can do here. The Catanwalk have been defeated and their human captives, though you remain uncertain of their fates, are no longer in the cruel clutches of their slavers. Well done. 256 experienced a general. Yeah. That XP is, at the end is random. can go up to about 900 or so, which is pretty nice. And of course it goes a lot quicker when you're doing it doing it yourself because uh, you're not weeding any of it out because you've weeded it out before step into the portal the instant you step into the portal your vision blurs and you find yourself tumbling through a silent swirling sea of dense black fog as the veil of dark swirling fog lifts and your vision clears you are relieved to discover you are once again standing in front of the mirror of gating Safe and sound in Great Ledge House. Okay, I got now I happen to know from experience that the next thing you do gets a lot of loot. A lot of loot. So I'm gonna sell off all the all the loot I just picked up. Just gonna pause while I do that. Now to examine an iron plate plaque hanging next to the mirror. Oddly enough, you don't recall hanging this iron plaque. In fact, you're quite certain you've never before seen it. A lone etched outline adorns the pitted surface of the iron plaque. A closer examination reveals the outline to be in the shape of the head of a cattle Nine strange wounds ...have recently been engraved beneath the outline of the castle rock head. To the right of the wounds, you spot a faint etching of the number nine. So every time you... ...go through the Mirror of Gating... ...and fight all those catmen... ...that number goes up by one. Previously, I went eight times off-screen. So now, that nine... Now that it's gone to nine, we've hit the number we need, and I can touch the nine engraved wounds. The instant your fingers brush against the wounds beneath the etched outline of the catamark head, a pulsing hum fills the air. You turn to discover that a swirling grey vortex now fills the entirety of the mirror's flame. Frame, a sense of dread comes over you as your eyes fixate on the churning core. ...of the magical gate. Step into the portal, of course! The instant you step into the swirling portal... ...everything goes black... ...and you tumble headlong into a silent void. Only a split second later... ...the darkness lifts... ...and you're once again standing on solid ground. The end of a broad, torch-lit stone passage. Suddenly, the soft sound of your own voice... ...being whispered from somewhere nearby... ...sends a shudder through you. With your pulse racing... You instinctively turn in the direct direction of the unnerving utterance. Behind you, standing in the middle of the torchlit chamber, directly in front of the tw- swirling portion through which you entered this unknown lair, is the glowing apparition of a young woman. The ghostly woman, her hair tied back into three long braids, smiles and bows. The apparition laughs and a smile wardens. At long last, she cries, I never dreamed it would take someone this long to make use. The plaque, how do you like it? The mirror is also my doing, of course. At least it was originally. No, you're now in the halls of the of a great lord. A lord among the catamawoc. Vile things these catamawoc are too. If you're bold enough to wade the treasure chambers, you might find some things worth the effort. Mind yourself now and take care. You attempt to speak with the ghostly woman, but she suddenly vanishes, leaving you alone at the end of the torchlit hall. Okay, I'm on the south side of the place, and there's lots and lots of alcoves around the edge. You're standing in the southern end of a long, broad stone passage. Blazing blazing torches, ensconced at regular intervals along both sides of the corridor, scatter the gloom with their bright, flickering glow. Behind you, against the wall, hovering only inches off the floor, is the swirling grey portal, you step through to enter this strange lair. With any luck, the portal will take you back through the Mirror of Gating, and into the safer confines of Great Ledge House. But not yet. I've got a place to loot. The bright flickering glow of torches, ensconced along the passage walls at regular intervals, provide enough light for you to explore these corridors without the use of your trusted light source. I guess that's convenient. Leaves my hands free. Okay, in the southeast corner... Two alcoves. All right, so come on. As you attempt to step into the small dark chamber, just off the main passage. A barrier of crackling golden energy suddenly appears, filling the arch that leads to the unlit wound. You wisely step back. And to the west. Same again. Okay, going north. All right, in the western bit, is there something? Hmm. Okay. Nope. And Nope. Alright, maybe I have to do something in the middle first. Your cautious progress along the torchlit passage comes to a abrupt halt as two armoured catamwoks stride into view dust ahead. The pair of catmen, clad in scale shirts, their clawed hands resting on the hilts of swords that hang at their sides, appear to be patrolling the corridors. Thankfully it doesn't seem you've been spotted. Well, I can't be having this. Attack! Pressed up against against the passage wall, partially hidden behind a thick stone column, you wait until the pair of catamark are nearly upon you, before leaping out and launching an attack that takes them by surprise. Despite being startled by your stealthy assault, the two catamark quickly recover their wits and move to surround you. Catamark Guardians. One of two. The Guardian executes a deadly attack. A couple of Brutal Strokes for 10 and 12 damage. Another Brutal Stroke for 8 damage and it is slain. 24 XP. The second of the two Catamark le- leaps nimbly over the bloodied remains of the first and slashes out at you with this sword. So Catamark Guardian begin combat. The Casamork Guardian executes a deadly attack. Okay. It's going down, going down, and it is slain. 24 XP. After taking a few moments to check over the equipment, you make a quick search through the remains of the two Casamorok and discover the following. You know that? One gold, terrible weapons. Confident you haven't over- haven't overlooked anything. You drag the bodies of your slain foes to the side of the passage for once again setting off on your way. Okay. Northern alcove. Yeah. Okay, what's in the middle? You suddenly freeze. Up ahead, standing between the flickering glow of one of the many torches to light this package, are two scale armoured cat and walk. The two, two catmen appear to be standing guard in this section of the corridor. Luckily, you haven't yet been st- or spotted, so I can retreat to the north, attack them, or try to sneak past them. I'll try to sneak past them, with your every nerve alive. You, s- you slip slightly forward in a bold attempt to move unseen past the walk Guard. Alright, bonus of 50. 20 from fevery, 20 from Agility, 10 from Luck got to get 75 or more or they spot me. Pick now. 79. 8 speed to v The two catamark never once glance in your direction as you move swiftly and silently past their post. Um, Now in the middle. You're standing in a large vaulted intersection of four broad passages. A tall iron leader protrudes from a slot in the centre of the wall here. The lever is suddenly, sta- currently standing straight up. It appears it could easily be moved to either the left or the way, right. eh, I'll move it to the left. You carefully move the lever all the way to the left. Okay, I'm going west. Oh, I'm just gonna attack the guards. All right, I can sneak past them, I'll try sneaking past them in the same way. It takes speed to feed me. What if I? Sneak past them again. Failure. Ah, oh, of course. I guess that's the. They can give you the fever XP for doing it because you can't. You don't have to worry about people just grinding it because they'll just get spotted. One of the catwalk turns and locks his blazing yellow eyes onto you. Before you can even react, to the armored catman raises, raises the alarm. His piercing howls echo loudly torch corridors within seconds more catamark flood along the passage from both directions cutting off any chance you might have had to escape as you defiantly draw yourself into a combat-ready stance you quickly count a total of eight of the vicious Catmen closing in on you with flight not an option you bravely and in- kept prepared to engage the fearsome horde Alright, the first of the catamark. The blade of his sword, gleaming in the flickering light of the nearby torches, rushes forward and attacks. It's a catamark guardian. It executes a deadly attack. And I go into battle, range. Ah! Stop doing your job. 24 XP. The catamark collapses onto the floor. An ever widening pool of blood swiftly appears beneath the swaying warrior's lifeless body. The next Kazwok, his clawed hands tightly gripping the hilt of his sword, bounds forward and attacks. All right, just going to quick combat these now. Twenty-four XP. Lies in ever widening pool of blood. All right, here's number three. 24xp, number 4, that's scaled a bit higher, 24xp, number 5, 24xp. Oh, I got myself another wood icon. Yeah, this one, the likeness of a ghostly figure is uh, is etched onto its surface. That will, if I ever used imbuable items, that will do something. But really, it's just 16 Arcanio experience. All right, there we are, number number six. Here's the Promontamet, and the final walk It's the final catman, and now it's dead. Oh. 128 experience, with no more catamaran before you. You step back and lean up against the wall of the passage as you attempt to recover in the wake of the brutal fight. A search through the remains of the slain catmen reveals the following. Okay, a fairly decent loot drop. Just take some stuff. And six gold. The unnerving sound of swift... And soft force begins to echo along the passage, you decide it's too dangerous to linger here any longer and promptly set off on your way. Now, that's all the guards eliminated, because the guards, they all rushed at me at once and then attacked one at a time, presumably because I'm in narrow corridors, which just aren't wide enough for them to do the sort of fighting style they use, which means it should probably have a different fighting style. Maybe more stabby than swingy. Alright, alright, Western Alcove. The instant you cross the threshold of this small domed chamber, a pale golden light floods the wound, bathing the cluttered space in a warm, reassuring glow. A massive horde of objects is piled high in the centre of this chamber. You quickly embark upon the front for examination of the treasure that's been stored here. Alright, some of it's good. Uh, 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 yeah, I took a lot of good stuff and 68 gold. Please note, you won't be able to return to the table once you exit it. So be certain to take everything you want before you exit. Yeah, okay. Now the, s- the s- western side, southern part. Ah, that's a uh, more loot, but it's, it's a terrible one, just two gold. All right, and the western, the south side, western alcove. Uh, one sturdy club, seven gold. Yeah, you get uh, you can get some really good loot drops here. Alright, here's another one. Alright, sturdy axe and some bone boots, twenty-two gold. Alright, north side, western alcove, fifteen gold. All right, what about the middle? Alright, here's some more stuff. Uh thirty nine gold. I'm not gonna take the loot. Alright, two uh quick okay. Two Castle Rock guards have turned up again. Quickly retreat to the west. You quickly retreat along the passage. Much to relief the patrolling Castle Rock seem to have taken no notice of you. Alright, uh Okay, oh Oh and then Without warning, two Catwalk leap from behind one of the pillars that flank the board corridor and swiftly surround you, cutting off every chance of escape. You instinctively draw yourself into a defensive stance as you defiantly engage the first of the armoured Catwan. Quick combat that one, 24 XP, kick quick combat the next, 24 XP. And a terrible loot drop as well. Confident you haven't overlooked anything, you drag the bodies of your slain foes to the side of the passage, but once again, setting off on your way. Okay, on the and on the west and the eastern side. All right, two a cast patrol. Just gonna bash those two. Yep, bash them all. Bash them all. Uh, Let's see. And there's the portal. Okay, next up. Okay, so I've looted one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four, five, six. I've looted six alcoves and I've got five more to go. I'm going to move the lever to the right. And now I'm going to move on to the next alpha starting on the north side, eastern alcove. All right, Uh, padded modest loot, 14 gold. All right, then going east, more modest loot, 28 gold. You sometimes get an uber drop, but not, not any of those. Okay, what's here? East, right in the middle of the eastern side, Another modest drop and 22 gold. Okay, two more Catalogue guards. I'm just going to knock them down flat and dead. Flat and dead. Alright. Alright, it's a massive hoard of objects. It's piled high in the centre of the chamber. Okay, now. With these huge loot drops, all the best stuff is at the bottom. That's just just how it's how it always is organised. And also 117 gold. All right, taking, taking, taking. Oh dear, I've I've used up all my inventory. Okay, so anything I can drop, maybe. Uh, this sturdy halibar that can go. okay, that's be enough of that. and go south uh, modest loot nine gold. Oh and that's all of them. okay, I've looted. I've looted this this dread Lord's entire treasury. Or at least this level layer of the treasury maybe has another layer oh here's two more guards i'm just going to deal with them i don't have to anymore but i'm going to 24 xp i am done here all right step into the portal you step into the swirling portal And immediately everything goes black. An instant later, the veil of darkness lifts, and you find, much to profound relief, you're once again standing before the mirror of gating, safe within the walls of Great Ledge House. Okay, so I could, if I wanted, touch the mirror, go through the mirror of gating again, again right now, and get get one. Get 1-1 one, one down for the next visit to that little chamber now. Now, I'm going to sell all the stuff that I just looted. And, well, I'll find out how much I get. All right, only about 6,500 gold from that loot. Usually, you get a lot more. But, oh well. All right, the next thing we'll do is the Hall of Living Statues. The Hall of Living Statues lies tucked away within the depths of Great Ledge House. Broad pillar flanked alcoves surround the hall. There are currently six living statues residing in the hall. You can earn special experience rewards by passing the statues that stand in this magical chamber. Candles sit nearby, plur- purring loudly. Alright, and I just take that opportunity to pat candles a lot a lot, a lot. Because Candles in no way reminds me of the Catamorock. Because Candles is small and on four legs. (laughs) And doesn't have any swords. Yep, so you can fight each time for each level of the hall. When you go to level one, fight it once. Battle the halls. Living statues that occupy the hall spring to life. You quickly position yourself to engage the life-sized, living and breathing sculptures one at a time. The stone brigand, his hands clutching the hilt of the sword, spits on the floor before swiftly closing in on you. Hmm, spit. Now that's difficult. That's quite a difficult thing to enchant because you're going to have to have a little... Globule of water, wedding. You bravely hold your ground and adeptly counter the living statue's deadly assault. A living brigand statue and you are going down. Because that is what you were built for. The wild brigand slashes at you with his sword. He keeps on slashing. Your enemy lays a particularly brutal stroke on you. Four. Seven damage. And he's and it is slain. 69 XP. I get more experience because I have leveled up each of these statues to level three. The living statue crumbles into a pile of jagged stone fragments at your feet. With only enough time to draw several wagged breaths, or oh, heal myself, which I just did, quickly turn to face the next living statue, the savage troll. Its stone limbs, moving with the fluidity of flesh, roars as it bounds forward and attacks, swiping out at you with its fearsome claws. You bravely hold your ground and adeptly counter the living statue's deadly assault. It's a living troll statue Begin combat, the stone troll be- bellows savagely as it swipes at you with its deadly claws. Your enemy lays a particularly brutal stroke on you for 9 damage. Another brutal stroke for 11 damage. Yes. Brutal stroke for 8 damage. Down, down, down you go, stone troll. Fortunately, you're a troll that is made out of stone, not a stone troll. Because that would be a lot tougher. Yes, down he goes. There we are. Seventy-three experience. The living statue crumbles into a pile of jagged stone fragments at your feet. Throwing enough time to draw several wagged breaths, you quickly turn to face the next living statue. The stone knight, his face concealed behind the visor of his full full helm, draws a broad-bladed sword, steps forward, and attacks You bravely hold your ground and adeptly counter the living statue's deadly assault. It's a living knight statue. Slashes at you with his sword. As knights are prone to do. Brutal stroke for 12 damage. Down he goes, ah, going to battle wage. Ah, I'm just pretending to be angry. You have slain your foe. 60 XP. The living statue crumbles into a pile of jagged stone fragments at your feet. With only enough time to draw several ragged breaths, you quickly turn to face the next living statue. The stone ogre, moving as if it were made of flesh, stomps forward and attacks, swiping at you with its massive club. You bravely hold your ground and adeptly counter the living statue's deadly assault. This is a living Ogre statue, begin combat with it. The hulking ogre statue stripes at you with its heavy stone club. Alright, let's keep bringing it down. And it is slain, 62 XP. The living statue crumbles into a pile of jagged stone fragments at your feet. With only enough time to draw several wagged breaths, you quickly turn to face the next living statue. The Goblin Statue, its face twisted into a hideous snarl, rushes at you. Its short, hafted spear poised to one you through. You bravely hold your ground and adeptly counter the living statue's deadly assault. Living Goblin Statue, you are temporarily going down. The living Goblin Statue thrusts his spear at you. Okay, and they are slain by a special blow. 63 XP. the living statue crumbles into a pile of jagged stone fragments at your feet. With no time to recover from the previous fight, you quickly turn to face the last of the living statues. The stone tzar, its cruel eyes fixing you with an unnerving gaze, slivers forward and strikes out at you with its scimitar. You bravely hold your ground and adeptly countered the living statue's deadly assault. It's a living Tsar statue. Tsar hisses as it slashes at you with its scimitar. Nope, and it is slain. 64 XP. The living statue crumples into a pile of jagged stone fragments at your feet. Suddenly... 112 experience to general. It could be more than that. Sometimes it is. The remains of the living statues certainly rise up off the floor as the enchanted sculptures begin to rapidly repair themselves, which is fair enough considering I've spent several, several tens of thousands of gold on all those statues in a matter of moments. The shattered statues are once again whole. You watch in amazement. As the statues quickly cross the hall and enter the alcoves from which they emerged. Once inside the alcoves, the statues return to their original, unmoving states. Alright, that's the Hall of Living Statues done. Alright, next thing is the Paleo Cellar. Barrels of some of the realm's finer grades of Paleo bark are stacked throughout this sizeable cellar. Despite the unlikelihood that the cellar has been infested by the usual sort of pests that might be attracted to paleo bark or a nice, quiet, dark place. Doesn't hurt hurt to have a look around once in a while. Candle scrolls by, meowing loudly. Ah you want more pets? Candles? Here comes more pets doot, doot doot. Do, do, do. Oh, oh, i should probably feed you too. I'll do that. (laughs) (laughs) And there we are. Alright. And now candles has been fed now. With something that's far more expensive and nice than anything that you would ever have. Well, because you're not candles. So obviously, <laughs> you're not worth it. <laughs> Are you fluffy? No. Then you can't have as nice a food as candles have. Explore the cellar. As you make your search, you begin to encounter evidence suggests you're not alone in your exploration of the cellar, Everywhere you look you find the telltale signs left by a broader way of unwanted visitors. Alright, continue the exploration. As you make your way through the stack of barrels that fills your cellar, you will suddenly encounter on one of the unwelcome guests that made its way into your abode. A black fanged spider, and here's a link. These large spiders were given their name due to the long... G- Long jet black fangs that hang down from either side of their oversized mandibles. The venom that black fang spiders inject when they bite their prey is potent enough to incapacitate creatures as large as an ogre. And I'm smaller than an ogre! Oh no! Black fang spider is going to fight them. Black fang spider attempts to bite you but is slain. 6 xb you step back and glance down at the oozing remains of the vile creature at your feet. After quickly checking over your equipment, you once again set off through the gloom, determined to clear your paleo cellar of the vermin that has infested it. Alright, another of the unwelton guests. This is a tarnwat. Tarnwats look like large rats. This is primarily due to the fact that they are large rats. Tarnwats usually inhabit woodland areas, where they prey upon most things smaller than them. Tales abound about packs of vicious tarnwats that have killed and devoured travellers. Though many greet such tales with a fair amount of scepticism still. A cornered tarnwat can be a rather nasty compatent, but nowhere as near as nasty as me. Alright, here's some rats. Well, as long as I don't have to kill 10 of them. Tarnwack tanks to sink its fangs into you, but it is slain before it can do that. To 10 XP. Alright, glare at the oozing remains. Quickly checking over your equipment, you once again set off through the gloom, determined to clear your cell of the vermin that has infested it. Alright, so you get the same after-battle results no matter what you fought. Another black fang spider. Just gonna bash that. It is slain. Fourteen XP. So what snail? These giant snails feed upon the rotting remains of the formerly living. They'd be found virtually anywhere. Hmm. I'm guessing they're feeding on the rotting remains of the things I slayed last time I went here. But they thrive in dark, damp places. These carnivorous scavengers are fearless and aggressive. Alright, take down the watts now The Watts now surges forward and bites at you. Hey, right, did, didn't I have a no-surging rule? Oh, well, may, maybe it expired. It is slain, 6 XP. Here is a Blaze Snake. Blaze Snakes dwell, primarily dwell... Dwell in damp, subterranean areas, where they feed on insects and small rodents. Although not poisonous, the reptiles can grow to be over 15 feet in length, and are extremely aggressive. The snake's powerful jaws and long fangs can make it a formidable opponent. Its name, Blaze Snake, comes comes from the bright red markings along along its back. That resemble flames. All oh. right. Yep. Yeah, this is just a regular snake. It's not gigantic. It's not magical, and it's not a and it's not a snake man. Just a regular, regular snake. But it's gotta go. It's gotta go, cause it's me- cause it's getting it's messing up my paleo. Fourteen XP. Alright, another foe emerges, a Venom Tail. This black, hand-sized, venomous, armoured insect has a long, spiny tail, from the end of which protrudes a deadly stinger. If you should ever encounter a Venom Tail, try to stay clear of its stinger. Of course, turning and heading off in the opposite direction is probably your best bet. I oh, can't be doing that. This is my house. Get out of my house. Venom tail. The venom tail scurries forward and strikes at you, with this deadly tail. Not deadly enough, because you are slain. 14 XP. A stoneback spider. The stoneback is fairly common variety of venomous spider found in the woodlands of northern sylph. Their name is derived from the grey, lumpy flesh resembling stone that makes up the top of their bodies. The average adult stoneback is a palm-sized creature. Although, of course, with never interference, they can get a lot larger. But maybe this one actually is that small. The the spider attempts to give you a nasty bite. Oh poor spider. Sorry about that. You are slain. I mean you are probably you're probably hoping to clean, keep this place clean, but oh well six XP. Alright here's a disease witten rat watt the common variety of rats found throughout the North Broadlands. Are much like the rats found out found elsewhere, everywhere. Many rats carry disease. It is always possible that a bat from a disease carrying rat will transmit the affixum to the bite victim. Alright, disease and rat. Sorry rat, gotta slay you. 13 XP. Alright, on to the next one. That's another stoneback spider. We'll be having that. Another stoneback spider. All right, yes. Black Fang Spider, taking that down. Uh, That's a lot of vermin. Here's another Venom Tail. I think we're running out of unique monsters. A quick search of the remainder of your Paleocellar reveals it is now free of the vile creatures that infested it. 128 experience to general. Although I got a load more of that experience in combat experience. to completing the rather gruesome task of clearing away the remains of the slain vermin. Oh, I don't have people for that yet. Oh, I should definitely get people for that. But you make, you make your way up and out of the cellar. Yeah, if it was upgraded, I could do it again. But it isn't, so I can't. And then I see Callie, see seeing candles, you know what can candles. Oh, a lot of those things were too big for you, so I'm okay with you not dealing with them. But if they were small, if they were just mice, I would be angry at you. but there's a lot more down there than that. so it's okay. Next up is the Haugle one. standing in the corner of the, one of the larger courtyards that flank great ledge house. Your Halguram stands silent and still, waiting for the time we will be called to action and allowed to unleash its fearsome ancient might. It is possible, although not perhaps advisable to spar with your Halguam. Engaging in long lethal combat with the magical guardian might be a great way to practice or improve your already formidable battle prowess. Candle sits nearby, watching you intently. Hello, Candles. No, no, I I already fed you. Okay, three pets. Pet, pet, pet. Okay, I can spar with the Halgrim one time a day for each level. Spar with the Halgrim. You step towards the Halgrim. ...and raise your hand, signaling the start of what you hope will prove to be a non-lethal contest. Immediately, the fearsome guardian begins to move. Wasting no time, you draw yourself into a battle-ready stance... ...as a towering construct stomps across the courtyard towards you. It's a massive halgion. Alright. Massive halgion swipes at you with its ironclad fists. Okay. Let's see. Da 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 da. Massive ironclad fist. Your enemy lays a particularly brutal stroke on you. Alright, keeps going, keeps going. Brutal stroke for 10 damage. It is going down, down, down. It's got a lot of health. So it's taking me down too. I go into battle wage. Uh, um, stop doing the things I just told you to do. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. No reason to get angry. You t- I told you to fight me. So of course you're going to fight me. With a loud groan that echoes... All right. Forty-two experience. With a loud groan that echoes off the courtyard walls. The towering heart topples ta, ta- over and ends up in a heap on the ground. After only a few moments, however, the fearsome construct grumbles to life and swiftly rises to its feet. Remarkably, the Pelgron bears no sign of having sustained any damage. Your to step back and thus signal an end, an end to the sparring session where the mighty guardian does something unexpected. Well, with no discernible effort, the howlgood picks up a massive chunk of rock at the edge of one of your courtyard's gardens and promptly hurls at you. No, not the landscaping. Everything was perfectly designed. So I've got some options. Dodge, telekinesis, shadow magic, elementalism or fortification. I'll start at the top with fortification. It has failed. You cry out in agony as the rock slams into you, driving you into the ground with bone-shattering force. Thirty-seven damage. Amazed to have survived the brutal impact, you sank to your feet, only to find the fearsome guardian of Great Ledge House stomping forward to engage you again. I won't now. Since it's non-lethal combat, you obviously can't die in battle. But what if one of these was enough to finish you off? Hmm? What if it was? I mean, would... Would you just... Revive with one SP in your own bed or something? I don't know. Maybe at some point someone could find out. Tell me on the Discord. Mm-hmm. Moving with unnerving speed for being of its immense stature, the Howlgrom stomps forward and attacks, swiping out at it you with its massive ironclad fists. Massive Howlgrom? Ah, friendless the friendly spar. Massive Howlgrom swipes at it you with its ironclad fist. And I keep on bashing. Does a brutal stroke. Okay, another brutal stroke for nine damage. Okay, oh, whew. I mean, I'm ahead, I'm ahead now. It is slain. 42 XP with the tremendous groan. The towering Halcrom having once again been bested by your remarkable combat prowess, topples over and ends up in a heap on the ground. After only a few moments, however, the fearsome conqueror. Constant grumbles to life and swiftly rises to its feet. Remarkably, the Halgrim bears no signs of having sustained any damage. Much of dismay doesn't appear the Halgrim has yet had enough of this friendly sparring section. With no discernible effort, the Halgrim picks up a massive chunk of rock, at the end of one of the courtyard's gardens, and promptly hurls it at you. No, not that rock. i had a little hollow in it. There was, there was a woodlouse living under it. I liked. No. <laughs> okay, elementalism this time. You use twenty-four experience to elementalism. It succeeded. You summon your power of elementalism, a mightier elemental its resounding roar like the savage howl of a fierce storm. storm tears out of the sky, healing your call. The elemental sweeps across the courtyard and surges into the falling rock, sending it off course. The large chunk of stone lands on the ground with a thud several yards to your white, before you can even catch your breath following your narrow escape from certain death. Death, your howl Halgrim, the fearsome guardian of Great Ledge House, stomps forward and engages you again. Moving with unnerving speed for a being of his immense stature, the Halgrim stomps forward and attacks, swiping out at you with its massive, iron clad fists. The massive Halgrim, once again, swipes at you with its ma- iron clad fists. I just go into battle rage. Then arise, wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute, I told it to fight me and then get out of Battle Rage. Yep. Okay. Ah, I'm ahead, Brutal Stroke for 11 damage. Another Brutal Stroke, and it is slain. 42 XP. With a terrible, grow. the towering Hologram. Halgrim, having once again been bested by your remarkable combat prowess, topples over and ends up in a heap on the ground. After only a few moments, however, the fearsome construct rumbles to life and swiftly rises to his feet. Remarkably, the Halgrom bears no sign of having sustained any damage. Oh, are we going to fight? No, no. Are we going to fight again? I'm not up for. I'm not up for a fourth fight. Apparently, having had enough of the friendly spying session, the Helgrim turns and retreats into the corner of the courtyard, where it dutifully resumes its still and silent vigil. 128 experience to general. And my cinema is fully restored. Yes, well, I am in my own house. It is the nicest place in the kingdom. As you lower your guard and work to catch your breath, you find yourself increasingly thankful to still be standing and that I am the owner of this house and so the Halgrim isn't just going to keep getting up and attacking me again and again until I am done. (laughs) Because if if it wanted to do that, it would just keep getting up again and again. And again until I am done. Yeah, you know, like like that ogre in that like that ogre that Woundskin said, but you know, without an entire day's gap. So in fact, far more like far more sinister. Uh, if I was a higher level I could spar again, but I don't, so I can't. And even if I could, there'd be no point recording it again. All right, now my moat guardian, the Trosk. Even moat monsters need to eat. At a cost of 50 gold, you can feed your ever-dangerous Trosk. Enough food to sate its terrible atipi- appetite. A full Trosk is a happy Trosk. And the happy Trosks normally don't eat their owners. Candle strolls by, mewing out... That- no! Candles! Candles! Not here. Not here, Candles. It's it's not safe. The the, the enchantment doesn't apply to you. Candles! Don't! Don't go here, Candles! Don't! Okay. (sighs) Please, smoke monster, don't hurt Candles. anything. <laughs> don't hurt candles. Do you, you, do you even understand me? Alright. Feed your trusk 50 gold is spent. Presumably, I don't know where I bought this Twosk food. <laughs> it's probably probably a store somewhere. Trithic maybe. Stand, standing at the edge of the moat, taking care not to lose your balance on the moss that covers much of the steep bank, you begin to hurl your moat monster's food out onto the dark, churning water. Without warning, the water before you begins to boil. Seconds later, the surface of the moat explodes as the fearsome guardian of Great Ledge House rises out of the deep. As the Trosk begins to devour its food, you pick up the pace of your delivery, desperately trying to keep pace with the feasting creature. Yes, and then I can pet. (laughs) Alright, picking a number. Bonus of 60. 20 from woodmanship. 10 from agility. 20 from diplomacy. Which I presumably use to to politely convince the Trosk not to eat me. And ten from luck. Gotta get eighty-five or more, or the Twosk will get hungry. Hundred and forty-two success. Sixteen XP to general. You've successfully fed your Twosk, narrowly avoiding several attempts by the fearsome serpent to drag you into the moat. Oh. Oh, you Scamp! When the moat monster has finished savagely devouring his food, it lowers his head and gently nudges you with its broad snout. Oh, is it petting time? Oh yes, it is petting time. Pet, 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 I'm going to pet you so much, Trosk! Pet, 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 pet. Oh, oh, soodies, they you're not getting jealous, are you, Candles? I'll pet you more later. Pet, 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 Who's a good milk monster? Oh, you're such a good most not monster. Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. You're the best milk monster in the entire moat. You're the best milk monster in the kingdom. Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Who's such a good milk monster? You're such a good most monster. Oh, yes, you are. Yes, you are. Good milk monster. <laughs> Like that, but going on for a lot longer. Who's going to read all the bad guys? You're going to read all the bad guys. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. You're such a good (laughs) monster. If you realise at once your Trosk is attempting to initiate a bout of playful fighting. Now, fortunately, since I fed it fast enough, it's optional. (laughs) If I fit, if I didn't feed it fast enough, it wouldn't be optional. So, engage your Trosk in playful combat. Okay, making every effort to let your mo- monster know you're just playing. You prepare to engage gauge the fearsome creature in playful combat. Struggling to keep your footing on the slippy bank of the moat, you Playfully engage your Trosk, doing your best to avoid hurting the creature. And at the same time, try not to become an accidental snack. I am fighting the Trote Moat Guardian. We are engaging in non-lethal combat. So, even if the Trosk defeats me, he's not going to eat me because he is a good boy. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Or oh, good girl. I, I, I don't... Nobody told me... Nobody told me the gender of this moat monster. Do moat monsters even have gender? Do they care about gender? Who knows? Yes, your fearsome moat guardian snaps its fang-filled jaws at you. All right, he's a lot easier to fight than the Halgron. one. All right, he's still scaled though, yeah. because of course, mo- moat monsters are as strong as they need to be. It's just it's part of the enchantment, presumably. Yeah. The savage bite of your enemy tears into your flesh for nine damage, eh? That's slightly naughty, slightly naughty. Aye. Right. defeated your foe. Twenty-five XP, thirty-two XP in general. Having been soundly subdued in the playful contest, the massive trosk rears up to its full height and then swiftly sinks back beneath the dark waters of the moat. For now time is over. Now sometimes after we, we, after you do that you find another person who had some far less playful encounter with your moat monster and some loot which is all that remains of the far less playful encounter. And the last... Functional upgrade, although functional might be a bit loosely applied in this case, is the Enchanted Mouth. You're standing at the back back of your your sculpture gallery. Here, affixed to the wall at the end of the chamber, is a large mouth made entirely out of stone. At first glance, the mouth appears to be just another sculpture, This remarkable artefact has a mind of its own and is able to speak and answer yes or no type questions. The enchanted mouth, as you've taken to calling it, is closed and appears to be asleep. Candle strolls past, flicking her tail. Approach the enchanted mouth. The instant you step towards the mouth, it begins to stir. It seems you've you've woken the enchanted sculpture from its slumber. Oh, how splendidly nice of the great soup to take the time to come all the way over here and bother silly old me. Snickers the mouth as you approach. What's the problem? One house of ogres to chase? Ask the enchanted mouth a question or step away. chat the stone mouth size. if you had eyes you have to assume it would be woldium, let's have it then grumbles the mouth Have I, I've, got a lot, I've got a lot of nothing to get back to you ok uh, you can ask a yes or no type question to the box below and click, click ask question to pose your query to the enchanted mouth ok, question does my butt Look big in this. Ask the question. You pose the question to the enchanted mouth. The mystical stone entity frowns and then purses its brick lips as it apparently ponders your query. Then suddenly the mouth springs open and provides you with an answer. Yes, snorts the mouth. Yes, yes, yes. I'm surprised you even had to ask me that, by the way. What about another log on the old fire? So I can ask the mouth another question. Oh, yeah, the answers you get are uh, they're random. You can't use this to get gameplay secrets or anything. Is. Is more coming? <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yep. You pose your question to your chanted mouth, the mystical stone entity frowns, and then purses its brick lips as it apparently ponders your inquiry. Then suddenly the mouth springs open, provides you with a clear mouth. Yes cries the mouth. How long did it take you to come up with that one? Now if we're quite done, ask the mouth another question. Alright. Question, a question. Is candles safe from the moat monster? That's the question. No! Says the mouth. How long did it take you to come up with that one? I hope you now feel utterly enlightened. Oh no! said no! Candles! Okay. Alright. Should I fire the moat monster? That's the question. No! Snorts the mouth. I'm surprised you even had to ask me, after. What's that I hear? Sounds like someone's knocking at the door. You should probably answer that. Okay, one more question. Is. Candles, happy. Yes, snarls the mouth, and I might mutter out, "Of course." I hope you now feel utterly enlightened. Okay, so there's a few different sort of answers you can get. Oh well, candle streaks past, swatting at something in the air. Hello, candles. So anyway, that is all of the functional upgrades. And so next time, I will finally begin the seventh Proving Ground adventures. And until then, farewell fellow adventurers. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.